Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. So, what you don't know is that we haven't even started this book yet, and Peyton yawned, and then I yawned. Right? Yeah. We kind of had a long day today. Yes, we have started this. No, I said we haven't even started like reading tonight, I meant. Yes, we started the book yesterday. Okay, so do you want to tell everybody something like cool that happened today? Like, is there anything, like, did you have a favorite part of your day? Um, I have a worst part of my day and my favorite part of the day. Okay, what? Which one do you want me to Favorite do? part. Uh, to see, to, to see, um... You and Molly and my family. You got to see your whole family tonight? Not my whole family. But like a big part of your family? Yeah. Who did you see? Gigi, Nunu, you, Molly, me, Ankron. Mm-hmm. Did we go to Gigi's and Nunu's house for dinner? Dude, it was so good, huh? Did I not say I saw Gigi and Nunu? Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to get the listeners to understand what's happening. They're not inside your brain, right? Um, hi. And we don't want any bad parts, because guess why? This is a positive podcast, that's why. <laughs> well, All right, let's... now my bad part is that I had to jump in the freezing pool. Okay, that's not bad. That's actually what's cool. We Our pool got filled up today. Whoa. It's not cool. It's freezing. It is cool. You were the first person to swim in it, and you jumped in a freezing pool. That's cool. Like, when I jumped in, like, I ran out of the pool. I know. I was like, Jesus, it's cold. We took a video of you, didn't we? Yeah. Okay, girl. Jeannie B. Jones is a party animal. Chapter 5. Going to the ball. Lucille is sitting in the middle. Remember, her grandma, her nana just picked her up from her house. Uh-huh. And Grace and Lucille were in the back of the car. Lucille is sitting in the middle. She whispered real quiet to me and Grace. Beg for my poodle, she said. You promised, remember? You promised to beg for my poodle. Me and that Grace looked and looked at each other because we didn't actually want to do that particular thing. Lucille poked us. Come on, you promised. Ah, the only reason Lucille wanted them to spend the night was because they were going to beg Nana for her to get a dog. You promised to beg. I did a sigh. (sighs) Then I thinked and thinked about what to say. Finally, I took a deep breath. Hey, Nana, guess what? Lucille wants a poodle, apparently, and so could you buy her one, do you think? I asked. Yes, could you ask that, Grace? Because she's making us beg you, or else we can't spend the night. That Nana's mouth came all the way open. Oh, so that's what this is all about, huh? Well, my granddaughter knows perfectly well that I am allergic to dogs, so you can tell Lucille that a poodle is out of the question, I'm afraid. Um. Guess what? People that are allergic to dogs can have a poodle. Mm-hmm. Because they have a different type of hair and they don't cause allergic reactions. Is that crazy? What? Yes. Or anything that you mix with the poodle too, I think. Like have you ever seen like a labradoodle? Like Uncle Chris's dog? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those don't cause allergic reactions either. Yeah. 
So if you're allergic to dogs, you can have one. They're really nice too. I patted Lucille, very understanding. A poodle, a poodle is out of the question, we're afraid, I said. Lucille kicked her feet up and down. Beg harder, she, oh, she's whispering. Beg harder, she whispered. You have to beg harder. I did a frown. Are you firm on that, Nana, I asked. No poodle, Lucille, said the Nana, very snappish. Lucille kicked her feet some more. I knew that dumb idea wouldn't work, she grouched. Just then, the car stopped in front of a big iron gate. Grace's eyes opened big and wide. Wow, this gate looks like a castle gate, she said. Lucille smiled a teensy bit. It's not a castle gate, you silly head. Grace, she said, this gate is the gate to my house. The Nana pushed a button and the gate opened right in front of our eyes. Ooh. Hey, Lucille. Hey, that button's like magic, I said. Lucille smiled bigger. After that, Nana drove us down a big, long driveway. She stopped in front of a big, beautiful house. Lucille jumped out of the car and ran inside. Me and that Grace followed after her. Guess what? Lucille's house was even beautifuler on the inside than it was on the outside. There was a beautiful, long row of stairs and a beautiful, big bowl of flowers and a beautiful, giant, sparkly ceiling that ceiling light made out of glass. I did a gasp, that glistening thing. That light takes my breathing away, I said. Lucille skipped all around in circle, in a circle. She singed a song aloud. <sighs> Your yawn's messing me up. <laughs> Lucille skipped all around in a circle. She singed a loud song in her ears. See, see, I told you I was rich. See, see, I told you I was rich, she sang. That's rude. She like talks a lot about money. Isn't that kind of weird? It's like really hurtful. She made, she made that song up, I believe. After that, she took our hands and showed us all of the rooms in her house. She showed us the living room and the dining room and the kitchen and the big giant piano and the daddy's office and the mother's office and the family room and the pool room where you play pool and the outside pool where you swim and the hot tub and the library and the gym. Oh my God, they have a library. And the gym and the nano's room and the mother and daddy's room. Gee, many Christmas, a lot of rooms. And the fancy gold bathroom with the jacuzzi and the brother's room and the whole bunch of guest rooms. Then finally, Lucille showed us her very own bedroom. Jesus. It, I know. It looked like a bedroom where princesses lived. Lucille's bed had pink frilly rooftop on it. That's called a canopy, she explained. If it matches my pink silk drapery and my pink silk bedspread and my pink telephone and my, blush, my plush pink rug and my wallpaper with pink flowers in it, and see my TV and my stereo and my computer and my CD player? She pointed to the corner. And did you notice my big stuffed animal standing over there? My eyes popped out at those giant guys. The giraffe was bigger than me even. Me and that Grace ran to play with them. No, stop, don't, shouted Lucy. You're not allowed to touch them, they're just for show. Huh, said that Grace. What, I said, how come? Because they were very expensive, that's how come, she said. Those animals costed my Nana a fortune. Oh, I said, kind of disappointed. Oh, said that, Grace. We sat down on Lucille's So bed. why can you not play with them? Because they're not, they're looking at toys. 
Does that make any sense? Yeah. Lucille shouted at us again. No, get up. You're not allowed to sit on here. That bedspread is just for show. What, she can't even sit in her bed? Gee, many Christmas. Then how are you supposed to sleep? I think she's going to say. Me and that gray spring right off of there. Lucille quick smoothed the material with her head. <sighs> well, you know anything, she said. This bedspread is made out of silk, I told you. I'm not allowed to get it soiled. Oh, I said. Oh, said that Grace. <coughs> After that, Lucille skipped over to her dresser and she pressed a button on her mirror. A bazillion lights came on. Look at this, she said. This is my very own professional makeup mirror. It is the same kind of mirror that they use for movie stars. My Nana bought it, brought it all the way from Hollywood, California. Me and that Grace run to the sparkly mirror. We looked at ourselves in the bright light. Then we sticked out our tongues and made funny faces. Lucille quick turned it off. This is not a toy, she crouched. After that, gosh, Lucille's not a fun friend to have, huh? Yeah. So if it's not a toy, you can't, that doesn't mean you can't make faces in it. No. After that, me and that Grace just stood very still and we didn't touch anything. This is going to be a long evening, I said, kind of quiet. Only just then, something wonderful happened. Lucille's Nana came in my in the room, and she was carrying a big box of dress-up clothes. I thought you little gals might have fun with some of these old evening gowns, she said real nice. They're as old as the hills, but they're still quite stunning. Lucille run to the box, speedy quick. Let's play Cinderella, she said. She pulled out a beautiful sparkly pink gown. I'm Cinderella, she shouted. Then that Grace shoved me out of her way and she runned to the box too. She pulled out a sparkly blue gown. I'm the fairy godmother, she yelled. I did a huffy breath with those two because now I had to be the ugly stepsisters probably. I bended down and stretched through the box very carefully. Then all of a sudden, my hands felt something long and silky and softy. <laughs> I quick pulled it out of there. The Nana's whole face lighted up. Oh my goodness, my old feather boa, she said. Why, I haven't seen that thing in years. I danced all around with that lovely thing. I love this Nana, I love this old feather boa. Just then, another great idea popped into my brain. Hey, I know. I will be the famous singer at Cinderella's ball. Lucille and Grace looked funny at me. What singer, said Lucille. There's no singer, said that Grace. I stamped my foot at them. Yes, there is. There is too a singer, and I am her, and my name is Florence, the famous singer, and I will be performing shows, I, I will be performing show tunes from the hit musical Annie. So there. Lucille and that Grace shrugged their shoulders at me. They dressed up in their beautiful gowns, and they went to the ball and sang the sun will come out tomorrow. Oh, look, the dresses are so big. <laughs> Chapter 6, Bouncing. After we finished playing Cinderella, the Nana called us to dinner. Me and that Lucille and that Grace skipped into the dining room. No pictures. We sat at a long, skinny table. Pretty soon, Lucille's Nana came from the kitchen and she gave us her dinner. And guess what? Its name was Beans and Frank. Hurry, I said. I love beans and Frank because my favorite kind of home cooking. Nana did a teensy smile. Well, we usually have a cook, but I gave her the night off, she said. 
After that, the Nana poured milk into the beauty, beautiful sparkly glasses. Oh, Nana, these are your bestest crystal glasses, Lucille said, real thrilled. I feel like she's going to break it. I love these expensive things. Ugh. Me too. I love these expensive things too, I said. Only too bad for me because nobody even told me that crystal, crystal glasses were very heavy. And so when I picked up my glass, it slipped right out of my hand and fell on the floor. And it broke into lots of pieces. Oh, no. oh my God. Lucille's whole mouth came open. Oh no, you broke it. You broke my Nana's crystal glass. The Nana's face was reddish and scrunchy. Sorry, Nana, I said real soft. I'm sorry I broke your crystal glass. The Nana sucked into her, sucked her cheeks and into her head. Let's try to be more careful, shall we, dear? She said. I bobbed my head up and down. We shall, I said back. After that, I ate my beans and frank very careful. Only pretty soon, my frank spilled off of my fork and landed on the Nana's white tablecloth. Oh no, hollered Lucille. That's my Nana's good linen tablecloth. She bought it all the way from Ireland. The Nana's face was twisty and puffy. I quick pushed my plate away from me. My stomach felt tight in a knot. You only guess what? I'm not actually hungry anymore, and so I'll just sit here and not spill anything, I think. The Nana cleaned up my mess with a wet cloth. After she finished, she brought us chocolate ice cream for dessert. Only too bad for me, because a teeny plop of ice cream dropped right off of my spoon and landed on my chair cushion. The Nana did a big breath. You're a bit of a bull in a china shop, aren't you, dear? Do you want to know something? Whenever I would get um, Molly and when you were little, you guys like treats, I would always get like vanilla or like white chocolate because guess what it does? What? It doesn't stain. Yep. And I used to do I, one of my jobs. I used to take pictures of kids and I would get gummy bears and like the teeny tiny ones and those would be treats because I would, if the parents said it was okay, I would say, okay, if you're good, anytime I take a picture, you get a gummy bear. And they would have the teeny gummy bear. And it didn't stain their clothes. Cool, huh? Um, hey, I think I'm getting the hang. Uh, 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 real dizzy. Okay. Sorry, Nana. I said, sorry, sorry, sorry. The Nana patted my hand very stiffish. Quite all right, she said, kind of mumbly. After that, I got down from the table. And me and my friends went back to Lucille's room. And guess what? Things got funner. Because Lucille said we could play with some of the games in her closet on account of they weren't even expensive. First, we played Shoots and Ladders. Oh my gosh, we need to play that game. Have you ever played that? No. Cool, get it. Then we played Twister and Bingo and Chinese Checkers and Tic-Tac-Toad and Candyland. Plus, we played Spin Till We Get Real Dizzy and Fall Down. And guess what? I didn't even break anything. Hey, I think I'm getting the hang of this party, I said, very happy. Just then, the Nana knocked on Lucille's door. Time for you ladies to put on your pajamas, she told us. I danced all around the room real happy. Hooray, I said. Hooray for pajamas, because I brought my favorites. I quick put them on. See them, Nana? See how biggish and baggish they are? That is how come I feel so comfortable. The Nana's eyes looked down at me. How very charming, she said. I don't think she likes her jammies. Just then that, Grace jumped right in front of me. Look at mine, Nana, she said. See my pajamas? Uh, my pajamas have neon green polka dotties on them. How very colorful, said the nanny. The Nana. 
And all of a sudden, Lucille popped out of her big closet. Ta-da! Look at me, everyone. I am wearing a beauteous pink satin nightie. See me? See how lovely I look? I look like a gorgeous model in this thing, she said. Lucille and me... Lucille let me and that Grace feel her material. How very smoothie, I said. After that, me and Grace rolled out our sleeping bags on the floor, and then Nana took the silk bedspread off of Lucille's bed. It's time to get your beauty sleep, princesses, she told Lucille. Oh, it's time to get your beauty sleep, princess, she told Lucille. Then those two kissed and hugged goodnight, and then Nana shut the door. Only guess what? Lucille didn't even get in bed. She kept twirling around in her pink satin nightgown. This is how models twirl, she said. They twirl so you can see their fronts and their backs. Lucille wouldn't stop twirling. See my front? See my back, she said. Me and that Grace looked, got up on her bed and watched her twirl. Lucille's bed was soft and cushy. We bounced, we bounced up there for a teeny bit. Lucille stopped twirling. Hey, don't, she said. That bed is for beauty sleep only. I patted her bed very admiring. Yeah, only it's too bad we can't actually play up here because this mattress is a bouncy one, I said. Just then, Lucille's face did a sneaky smile. Want to bounce, she said real soft. We want to really, we want to really, really bounce. She tippy-toed to the door and looked down the hall. Come on, she whispered, follow me. I grabbed Philip Johnny Bob and followed Lucille and that Grace. We tippy-toed down the hall around the corner. Then Lucille opened the door <coughs> to a big guest room, and there was a giant bed in that place. See it, she said. See how huge that bed is? My Nana had it specially made, cause, specially made in case we have tall company. Lucille quick shut the door after us. Come on, let's go, she said. So all of us run to the bed. Speedy quick, and we jumped and jumped and jumped on that thing. I wonder how big it is. I sang a joyful song. It's called jumping, jumping, jumping on a giant bed. Jumping, jumping, jumping on a giant bed. I sang, only too bad for me because all of a sudden I remembered something very important and it's called mother and daddy said no jumping. I got off that bed speedy fast. Yeah, only here's the problem. I said I'm not actually allowed to jump because mother and daddy said no jumping. And so you guys should stop jumping too because that would be that would be polite of you. Lucille and that Grace didn't pay me any attention. That is how come I had to get back on that giant bed and shout in their faces, stop jumping, I said, because I am not allowed to jump and you guys shouldn't jump too. Don't you think Nana would have heard them? Maybe that house is so big. Grace springed high into the air. Who's jumping? I'm not jumping, she said very, she giggled very silly. I'm bouncing. Then my whole face got happy. I hugged and hugged that girl because mother and daddy didn't say I couldn't bounce. After that, I bounced and bounced and bounced, bouncing and bouncing on the giant bed. I sang, I bounced until sweat came down my head and then I flopped down to the to the bed to rest, I flopped on my plumpery pillow. Ooh, Lucille, this is the most plumpery pillow I ever saw. I told her, I told her, of course it is, silly, Lucille said. That's because my Nana has all of her pillows handmade in Sweden. I quick swinged that pl 
plumpery pillow over my over to my friend Grace. Grace, hey Grace. Feel how plumpery this pillow is, I said, only Grace didn't actually see it coming and I accidentally hit her in the head. I peeked under her at that thing. Yeah, only that did not even harm you, I bet, because plumpery pills don't even harm people, right? Right, Grace? Grace did a teeny grin. Then she took the plumpery pillow off of her head and she swung it around until she hit me in the tummy. Oh, I said. Then I laughed and laughed. Hey, I was right. Plumpery pillows don't hurt people. After that, I hit Lucille in the head with the, my plumpery pillow. Plus, I also hit that Grace again. Then those guys got their own plumpery pillows and all of us kept hitting each other. Uh, very fun. Only just then, a mistake happened because I don't even know how there was a rip in my plumpery pillow. And so the next time I hit Grace, all of my feathers exploded out of there. There was a million bazillion of those floaty things. They filled the whole air practically. Lucille did a gasp. That Grace did a gasp too. I danced around giggling. It's snowing, I said, it's snowing, it's snow. Just then the door swinged open very fast. It was Lucille's Nana. She saw me holding the broken plumpery pillow my heart pounded inside of me. Hello, I said, very nervous. Oh boy. How are you today? I'm fine, except I'm having a bit of a feather problem, apparently. The Nana walked at me very slow. Then she took my pillow out of my hands and she hided her face in that flatty thing and she did not come out for a real long time. After a while, the Nana looked back, took us back to Lucille's room. Me and Philip Johnny Bob got into our sleeping bag speedy fast. Then that Grace got into her sleeping bag too and the, and Lucille got into her softy bed. Not one more peep out of you girls, that Nana said very grouchy. Do you hear me? Not one more peep. She turned off the light and shut the door and I stayed quiet for a real long time because I was scared of that woman, that's why. All of a sudden, I heard a teeny tiny voice. Peep, it said. Peep, peep, peep. It was Lucille. Me and that Grace giggled at her. Peep, said that Grace. I said, peep, said Philip Johnny Bob. Then pretty soon, all of us were peeping all over the place. Peep, 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 peep. Lucille kept on peeping louder and louder. Peep, 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 she said. Also, she was giggling very hard. Finally, me and that Grace sat up in our sleeping bags and we stared at that girl. Lucille is peeping out of control, Dad, that Grace. Maybe she is overly tired, I said. Overly tired, make, tired makes your brain go silly. Peep, said Lucille. Peep, 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 peep. Just then Lucille's Nana opened the door again. Silence, she yelled real scary. <laughs> Shivers came over my skin. And then all of us quick crawled under the covers again. And so we closed our eyes and we didn't say another peep. <laughs> Chapter 8. Morning. Morning came very early and it was still dark outside. I jiggled Lucille in that grace. I'm hungry, I said. Are you hungry? I'm really, really hungry. I shook them some more. Let's eat. Do you want to eat? I really, really want to eat. Finally, Lucille and that Grace yawned and stretched, and all of us put our bathrobes on. Then our slippers. We went down the hall to get the Nana for breakfast. Lucille shaked her real gentle. Wake up, Nana, she whispered. Wake up, Nana, said that Grace. Wake up, Nana, I said. 
that Nana did a snore. That's how come we had to pull her up by her arms and we turned a bright line in her, light in her face. The Nana yawned real big. It was not pleasant. After that, she got her robe and slippers and she went downstairs with us. We sat at the long dining table room, night dining room table again. The Nana passed out cereal bowls. Oh, Nana, these are brand new china bowls you bought in France. These are my favorite, she said Lucille. All of a sudden, I felt knots in my stomach again. I tapped on Nana's hand. Yeah, only here's the problem. I think I would like to have a plastic cereal bowl because plastic is more my style. The Nana rolled her eyes way back up at the ceiling. I looked up there too, but I didn't see anything. I don't own plastic cereal bowls, she said. After that, she brought the orange juice and she poured it into a teeny crystal glass. I got down from my chair. Yeah, only guess what? I think I'll just stand here and not eat or else I might spill something again. The Nana looked and looked at me and she went to the kitchen and she brought me back a banana. Here, try this, she said kind of nicer. I did a smile. Then I ate my banana very careful and I didn't spill one drop. Mother picked me up at nine o'clock. She came to Nana's big, beautiful house to get me. My, what a lovely home you have here, she said to the Nana. Then... Mother walked to the big bowl of beautiful flowers and she tried to smell those lovely things. No, don't, they're just for show, probably, I hollered. After that, I said goodbye to my friends and I thanked the Nana and I quick pulled Mother out of that house or else something else might break or I might something break something else, that's why. I run down the steps and got into my car and then I rubbed my hand on the back seat. It was not as softy as soft as that Nana's backseat. <sighs> I smiled very relieved. It's good to be back, I said. Mother drove down the long driveway and my stomach growled real loud. Guess what? My tummy is still hungry for breakfast because I didn't actually eat much this morning, I said. Mother laughed. I swear, Junie B, your stomach is a bottomless pit, she said. Just then, another great idea popped into my head. Mother, hey mother, maybe you can, you and me can stop at Grandma Miller's for breakfast because she fixes blueberry pancakes every Sunday morning. And blueberry pancakes is my favorite breakfast in the whole entire world. Mother thinked about my offer and then all of a sudden she turned around the car and we drove to my Grandma Miller's house and we were there just in time for blueberry pancakes. We ate a million bazillion of those delicious things plus also, I drank some orange juice out of a plastic glass. Hooray, I said, hooray for plastic. Then me and my Grandma Miller hugged and hugged. And guess what else? I think I like my regular Nana just perfect. Well, Peyton is asleep. So I guess we'll see you guys tomorrow.